Thank you for calling Gaywire. Your call is very important to us. Press 1 for fourth wave feminism. Press 2 for a strangely in-depth discussion about where the worms have gone. Press 3 for... You have chosen option 3. Please stay on the line. Thank you for choosing option three. You've reached Gaywire, where everything's at least a little bit queer. I'm your host, Artemis Peasley, and my pronouns are she, her. You're listening to CJSR 88.5 FM in so-called Edmonton. Now, quick content warning, listeners. Please be advised that this episode will have some discussions about suicide. Now, your life is important and precious. Please seek help if you are struggling. We will leave these linked in the description, but if you're listening to this live on the radio and you feel that your life is in danger, then please call 211 or 780-482-4357. That's 211 or 780-482-4357. Be safe, everyone. For this episode, I went into the field. If you're imagining me in a large area of unencumbered grassland, that's the wrong kind of field, bucko. I went to the Pride Corner on White Avenue and kind of just went and talked to strangers I encountered there. Everyone was super nice and gave me some pretty sweet interviews. But it is a rather long episode, so here's the first interview without any dilly-dallying. Douglas Parsons. He and him. All right, excellent. Uh, so, so what is Pride Corner? Like, if you were to describe it to someone who has never been, never even thought of it, what, what would you describe it to them? Pride Corner is family. We're not exactly sure what Pride Corner is in many ways because it evolves every week and every month and with every person who shows up. First and foremost, though, Pride Corner is a way for people to come together, to be their authentic self, to be able to celebrate who they are, uh, no matter how old they are, uh, and be able to make a positive change. We did not expect Pride Corner to take off the way that it did, and we only expected to do it for the Pride Month, but the need was there and everybody wanting to know more. And so it's been going on since then and we're evolving. So my answer today is community. Uh, in three months time, there may be a different term that I attach to it just because we're evolving to fit the needs of 
who show up and what we need to do. Uh, who's helped put together this event? Like, I don't even want to call it an event because it's like a, a, it's, I don't even know what to call it. What, what would you call it first off? It's a gathering of family. Usually people come together with, for food and here we are coming together for dance and to, for conversation. What happened was Claire, our inspirational leader, has been out here protesting the street preachers for many years. And what we found out is uh, that in the 10 previous months before the month of June, eight unhoused LGBTQ youths committed suicide. 40 to 45% of homeless youths on the street are part of our rainbow community. And for them to be kicked out of the home, usually due to religious reasons, and then coming onto the street and their new home and hearing these uh, phrases that are being wrapped up in Bible quotes, the homophobia, we decided that we needed to be out here as well. And so there are four of us who joined together with Claire to see what can be done. And it was just being present um, because being present is being an activist and to cause change. And so we just wanted to make sure that the unhoused youth living in this area could see that there was a chosen family. Their blood family may really suck, but there's a chosen family there for them as well. And that's where it started. And so since then we've been organizing and we keep coming back. Uh, and so the genesis of it begins with Claire, our rainbow Xena warrior princess. And uh, we're just plain old everyday people just who create a community and just bonded with each other. That's beautiful. That's what I, that's what I love to hear. Uh, uh, what would you have to say if a preacher were listening, on the off chance that some preacher is listening to this very gay podcast? Um, if, some, if there is a street preacher who's listening, I first say thank you very much for listening to uh, the podcast, to listen and to understand. Uh, so that's first and foremost. And second of all is, is that we just want you to take a step back and realize that the words that are being spoken are heard and those words hurt um, when you're having somebody who's down and out kicking them again with homophobia dis disguised in Bible quotes it does not lead to salvation and so sometimes stepping back and recognizing that certain actions cause certain effects take some time right now just to look at what how you go about your business each day that you're preaching and just try to make a difference perhaps in a different way because the way that you're doing it right now is not working when it comes to our community i agree i'm gonna switch hands real quick that one's getting sore um how would you say the event has evolved over time like uh and then if you can recall, what's been like some standout moments for uh, the coroner? Uh, it depends upon the week. Every week it's very different. Uh, one week it'll be very quiet and we just turn into a dance club here on White Avenue. Other weeks it's active protest because full churches come out and, and they're very angry because we've taken back this corner. The street preachers have been here for 10 years on this very corner and now with our presence we're pushing them away they're leaving, they're not here until midnight on Fridays. They've been going home at 5.30, 6.30 at night. 
Old Strathcona Business Association is thrilled with us because we're doing something they can't do. Uh, they fully support us. We Sometimes we have words and it's angry words. Uh, other times it's silence, and but you're protesting that way. Other times it's simply being here is activism upon itself. I grew up at a time and I came out at the end of the AIDS crisis and a famous group called ACT UP was very involved and their motto was silence equals death. And so for us recognizing that we had so many of our youths commit suicide, you can't remain silent. And, silent, and even if you don't yell or scream and you don't know how to say the words perfectly off your lips, sometimes dancing and just be raising a flag is good enough because we have every night three to five unhoused teens who join us every night and they say over and over again, I feel better, I'm going to get through this, I'm going to be okay and I'm loved and however we do it is what we do. So those are the moments when we just recognize that we're doing something good. When we see those kids back again, even though the suicidal thoughts may be there, they're back again and they say, yep, I made it through another week and I'm here and I'm dancing. And that's, those are the moments we go home with and we're happy with. You're very articulate. You really know what you're saying about this. Oh, well, naturally, of course. Uh, so would you say that the, this community, this getting together, is, is necessary, like a, a important, very important for the community? There, it's a great question because it's important in so many different ways. Uh, we are still in the midst of a pandemic where we've been isolated from each other for a year and a half, over a year and a half. For youth coming out or even people who have been out for a while, we haven't had an outlet. We haven't had a place for to come together. In the city of Edmonton, we only have one gay dance club. Uh, we've lost our pubs, we lost our other areas. People get to know each other through hookup apps, which is fine, but that's the way it is now. We don't have a spot where we come together and actually talk and get to know each other without alcohol, without taking our clothes off or all those other things. And so this has evolved in so many ways because I know people outside my own silo, my own little small little group and people are cool. and. And people are awesome, and you forget that after a while. So, this is important just simply for people who are older, like myself, and just getting to know each other and hearing stories and recognizing how fabulous we are. And it's just, it's more than just recognizing that there's a community out there for our unhoused use. It's a reminder to ourselves that we have to keep going because even though we have a lot of rights now, uh, equality in many ways. We've got a long way to go in other ways as well. So uh, if I can just say, mention, we have many uh, people who are transgender who come out and we need to make sure that their voices are elevated. Many two-spirit people come out. We need to elevate their voices. So this community is all about creating space for everyone and not just a cis white male like myself who, even though I've grown up and didn't have a lot of advantages due to my sexuality, I do realize I do have power and so this community helps create space and hopefully pass the torch. So that's the way I look at it. Uh, what would you say or at least what do you hope the 
future of this corner will be? Like, you know, months, uh, years? Yeah, that great question as well. Um, the Old Strathcona Business Association, as well as many others, have come and asked us. And we didn't know an answer to that because we only meant to do this for the month of June for Pride. And it's grown a life of itself. And and then people were saying, you know, let's do a change.org and let's see, can we name it Pride Corner? And we're like, okay, that's that's cool. You know, major intersection to Edmonton. Um, but do we really need another rainbow sidewalk in the city? So is there a different way that we can do it? So you start brainstorming. Uh, long story short, we don't know yet. We have ideas, but we need people in power to be able to step up. Uh, I mentioned Old Strathcona Business Association. They've been a huge support. Uh, they're lending their voices as allies to make sure that City of Edmonton hears us and other people who do make that economic power. Five years from now, I would love to see this corner that used to be the old Dairy Queen. I would love to see somebody with business insight take it over, name it Pride Corner, coffee place, meeting area, a speakeasy, uh, a place for spoken word, many uh, different ways, and just have it be a community center for everybody. Um, that would be ideal. I'm not that person. I've got ideas, but I don't have that business sense. But perhaps somebody who's listening here today um, can take that idea and go with it because the city of Edmonton, uh, and especially Old Strathcona Business Association, they're open to ideas. So they were limited by a lack of imagination. So at this point, let's keep get our imaginations going and let's make effective change because people are listening. Is it true that the, there was a, I wanna say pitch, I can't think of any other word, to make this the official Pride Corner? Yes, uh, there is. there was a change.org that went out. We have over 10,000 uh, signatures for that, which was amazing. Uh, the change.org is still, uh, in existence, so please sign up. Um, those those signatures may not mean anything, but when you get amount of numbers together, it does. Uh, and so, yes, um, we're going towards the, the application with the city of Edmonton, um, the naming committee. They're going to be looking at that over the next few months. Um, there's no reason for them not to name it Pride Corner, or with how things go, we just take over the intersection. So Pride Intersection, if we need to. Um, yeah, it's there's there's the want and there's the will and we'll see what happens. You've been lovely to talk to. I I might come back to you if I come up yeah, with anything, absolutely. but I'll be dad tonight. I've I've come in and I realize I'm kind of a dad at the moment for everybody. So yeah, come find me and uh, we'll go from there. You're a beautiful man, Douglas. I uh, God bless you. Thank you, Artemis. Much appreciated. Douglas Parsons. He's a real nice guy, real articulate, and very fun to talk to. I would love to have him as a teacher. Now, the interviews from here on out are just assorted attendees I talked to, all of which were very adamant about the Pride Corner's importance in their lives and their city. So again, without further ado, here's those. Also go by Dakota. 
Excellent. Uh, how are you today, Destiny? I'm grieving, uh, but okay. Yeah, I, I heard that one of the regulars, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm very sorry for your loss. Thank you. Um, yeah, uh, how do you like Pride Corner? Um, it's amazing, and I love the community. What, what would you say to, uh, you know, people who don't quite know if they want to come down, but, uh, you know, what would you say to convince them? Um, I could say it's just a regular corner. Just listen for uh, the shouting, the music. Um, look for the preachers, because that's where you'll find the rainbow. Whenever you need your rainbow, come down to White Ave, 104th and 82nd. You'll see it as the R Financial. Uh, well, how would you describe Pride Corner to someone who doesn't know? Um, Pride Corner is a community. The community of where you could be an ally, you could be straight, you could be anything. Even if you're in the closet, you have a family and you're welcome to come here. Bring down your mom, your dad, your family, your cousins, your uncles. Your grandparents bring down, bring their hearts down to where they will be in a community of hope and everything. Do you feel welcome here? Of course I do. I first have first came down here two months ago. Uh, no, I've I've talked to Douglas and Erica, and they both say that this is a an evolving event. Uh, would you be able to tell me like uh, any standout standout moments that you found? Um, the standout moment was when I first came here. I literally was with uh, one of my ex-best friends. We literally were coming just down. We came from the Nexus shelter because I've been homeless on the streets for about three months, but I was able to find a placement at the hostel on 106 and 81st behind the Don Wheaton. And you are, it's an evolving community where you'll see kids from, from when you're the babies to the adults, to anybody you see, like Azidi, she's amazing. She's she's the she's one of the supporting people. She comes down with with her outfits that she makes every every day, every week, every month. But she brings it out and she brings out the joy in the in the corner. Even Claire, Claire is not here at the moment because she is down in BC visiting family right now. And Bailey, Bailey is someone who has, uh, who he lost sadly on on Wednesday, the 20, Friday, about the 6th, I think it was? Yeah. Uh, about, or like the 8th, we lost Bailey. Bailey was someone who, uh, who would do a lot for the community, who he, who he, they, them, didn't know how to express themselves, but they were such an inspiration to Corner. That's why it says hashtag Bailey Strong. Bailey sadly uh, was successful with what happened. He was going through a lot, came out of a psych ward, came, came through many challenges in his life, but now we are in this together. We always are indigenous. We are the pride, we are the gay. We all we should say is that our lives and our matter is who we are and what we should live in everything. Every child matters. We're the gays and we we literally love everyone and each and one of you. Even though gay means happy, we're literally everybody's happy in their own way. Yes. Thank you so much, Destiny. You're so so strong and beautiful. Thank you so much for talking Thank to me today. You.
Hi Panda, how are you? Oh, sorry, could you just say your name really quick? John Luke Mandon. How are you today? I'm not bad, how are you? I'm excellent, I'm so happy to be here. Uh, what's your relationship to the Pride Corner? Uh, I started coming out a couple months back and it's just, I've never been huge, uh, like a huge part of the community myself until recently. And it's definitely like opened up a lot of like relationships and it's actually made me feel very like included within what I already knew was a community here, but I never really felt like I was a huge part of it yet. So like, and then because of that and my, my background in security and stuff, I've come out and I've helped them like kind of learn a bit more de-escalation tactics for dealing with street preachers and just things like that. Uh, how would you describe this corner to someone who's never been? Uh, it's mostly just kind of a safe place where like everybody can come around and if you if you aren't out yet or whatever it's fine just come by honk a horn go yeah as you walk by like it's just it's a place to show people in the area and especially the unhoused youth here that there is a community that will support them and we are always going to be here and we're going to argue against the street preachers and a lot of that hateful rhetoric that they spread that's so good to hear um do you feel safe here? Uh, I mean, I'm the one trying to keep everybody safe, so I mean, for the most part, yeah. Like, it's definitely like, if it was like a smaller group of people, I'm sure it would be a lot more concerning, but with, you know, it's, and it comes down to like any group of people when you're dealing with stuff like this, like especially when it's just starting to become a really big movement, right, is you, you wanna have those numbers, you wanna have that support system around you so that like, if you need, you can turn to the person next to you and say, hey, I need help, right? So yeah, like for, I would say honestly, like any day I come out here, I am never worried about it. That's so good to hear. Uh, do you have anything to say to, uh, again, I said this to Douglas, on the very slim chance that a preacher or a street preacher is listening to this, do you have anything to say to them? Honestly, I, I like just having conversations with them. I like to ask them why, like what, what about their religion like pushes against like cuz I'm former Christian as well like I'm a uh, like I'm an ordained minister and like there's there's just so much that's that's twisted and changed about especially the more modernized religions that pushes against anything that's different than they are and I just want to know like why they hold so tightly to that concept I'd be more than happy to sit down and have a conversation with any of them so well yeah doesn't get more official than that. Uh, okay, no, I'm still on my stuff. Okay. Um, wh what do you have to say to people at home, you know, listening to this right now? Honestly, if, if you're part of the community and you're not out yet, take your time. Do it at your own pace. There will always be at least a group of us down hanging out on a street corner cheering for you and hoping for the best. If you're not part of the community, but you still support, come out, honk a horn, wave a flag, do whatever you can. Just show that we are we are people too, and like, there's a lot that we need to still work towards. We've made a lot of strides in the past 10 years, but there's still a lot of equality with like marriage and getting services and things like that, that we need to push for. And this is, I think this is probably one of the best passive ways to show support for it. Uh, that's all I have, thank you so much, Panda. No problem.
So, could you just say your first and last name and then your pronouns for me? I'm Bunny Biohazard, and I'm fine with any pronouns. Uh, what brings you to here today, Bunny? Enjoying life and the community that I'm proud to be part of, and enjoying time with my friends, as well as also remembering someone that we lost on Wednesday of suicide. And we're we're always here every Friday. You're more than anyone's more than welcome to come over. We're just on the corner of 104th Street and White Avenue. Uh, how are you doing today? Quite well, thank you. Uh, how long have you become, been coming to Pride Corner for? Since Easter of this year. Well, that's a pretty long time. Uh, has there any, been any uh, standout moments over the time that you've been here? Um, the day the street preachers left for good. That's the biggest one. And then during Pride Month, someone decorated their Jeep into their own version of a... Uh, mini pride parade float. Oh, that's so cool. Uh, what do you have to say about, uh, I'll, I'll just wait a second. Um, what was I oh yeah, what would you have to say about uh, Pride Corner to someone who doesn't know anything about it? We are just one big community, always willing to help others. We keep look out for one another. We are just one big family and all are welcome. But we are not here to, to promote hatred against anyone, no matter their disability or skin color. Yeah, that's a good description. Uh, how do you like it here at Pride Corner? Oh, I love it. Would you, would you recommend it to uh, people listening at home? Always. What's the inspiration for your outfit today? It's just my inner self. I didn't have, I couldn't dress. Okay. I couldn't dress like this because I live in a small town, but I've always been an 2005 emo kid. Uh. Would you say that this, that Edmonton, but more specifically this corner, is more welcoming than your home? No, where I live is pretty open-minded. Not every one of my support workers would agree with this, but they can't really say what I'm doing is wrong or against anything else, because it's not in the job description to do that. They're there for support. But the one that I get along with the most She's part of this community, but just her partner's where she's originally from. So, but no, like, I'm, doesn't matter if you want to support this or not, just don't say anything negative, or then we're going to have a problem. Uh, has there been a lot of uh, resistance or otherwise negativity uh, on this corner? There has been from time to time. But not much, as much. A lot of people around here are very supportive. And then there's always people around here who tell people like what they're saying is wrong. You don't go just to respect anyone just for being themselves. Uh, 
Uh, I got nothing else to say at the moment. I might pull you aside to ask more questions later. Uh, thank you so much, buddy. Yeah, no problem. It's fine with me. Thank you so much. Hi, Parker. Uh, sorry, can you just say your can you just say your names and pronouns for me, real quick? Of course. Uh, my name's Parker, and I use he/they pronouns. I'm, I'm sorry to be a stickler, but could you say your full name, please? Of course. My name's Parker McNally, and I use he/they pronouns. How are you today, Parker? I'm doing all right. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. I love the Pride Corner. Yeah. Could you tell us a little bit about the Pride Corner? You know, I've been asking everybody. Uh, what they would define the Pride Corner as? What what would you define it as? A safe place and or a home. Yeah, everyone here is so like welcoming and it's it's really accepting. So I'd call it a home. Uh, excellent. Yeah. Uh, how long have you been coming down here for? Uh, for about okay. for about two months. Oh, okay. Yeah, every Friday. Uh. Uh, Douglas and Eric have uh, said that it's an evolving event. Would you say that's accurate? Yeah, that is very accurate. Uh, everyone here is welcoming, as I said, so it's so much fun. Uh, is, are there any standout moments over the two months that you've been here that you would uh, like to tell our audience? Um, meeting friends and honestly singing and dancing, I guess. They're the most moments that have happened. I, yeah, just having fun, singing, dancing, being around people you love. And uh, what do you have to say to people who aren't convinced that they should come down? Um, you should do it. Honestly, everyone here is so accepting and you'd be welcomed here, whoever you are, whatever you identify as, you're always welcome. Uh, how old are you? That's just a... I am 14. Oh, that's, uh, oh, that's so cool. Uh, how do you get down here? That's another question. I usually bus or walk from my school. Are your, is your family supporting of you coming down here? Uh, they're okay with it. They don't really understand or accept me, but they know that this is something I love to do, so they allow me to come down here. That's nice to hear. Uh, would you describe the people here as maybe like your chosen family? They are my chosen family. I was writing a thing for the Pride Corner and they asked me what I think about it and I was like, it's a home to me. Everyone here is my family and I'd, I'd rather be here than anywhere else. It's I come here every Friday and I make that a commitment because I love everyone here. Uh, do you have any comments about the uh, street preachers that come around? Um, not really. If I have nothing nice to say, I shouldn't say it at all. But, um, we protest against them. <laughs> yeah, I'm very happy to hear that. Uh, would you like to see this one day become the official Pride Corner? Yes, of course. I've been posting things about it, petitions, um, letters, and as much as I can to help to make this official, I'd love it to be. Uh... Sorry, I keep on forgetting questions. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> um, I might just come back to you. I've been saying that a lot. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to have to come back to you. Uh, uh, thank you so much for talking to me, Parker. Of course, it's no problem. Have a great day.
Aren't those some good interviews? But wait, there's more! Next week in the second part of this episode, where I talk to some more people at the Pride Corner. That's right, Artemis talked to way too many people to fit into one episode. So just tune in next week. You'll love it. It'll be great. I would just like to thank everyone who came to the corner and everyone who agreed to an interview. My thoughts are with the friends and loved ones of Bailey. It was really beautiful how everyone still came to the event to honor them, and I hope that the Pride Corner should continue to do so in the future. If you want to go to the Pride Corner yourself, it is on 104th and 82nd, but only come if you're going to be respectful and if you're going to have a good time. You can follow the Pride Corner on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Pride Corner on White. And make sure to sign that change.org petition. As of this moment, 10,404 have signed it, and let's get it to 15,000. Again, I'd like to thank everyone involved in this episode, and I cannot wait to come back to see my new friends. And that is all the time we have for today. Gaywire is a production of CJSR 88.5 FM in so-called Edmonton on Treaty 6 territory. We acknowledge all the many First Nations, Métis, and Inuit whose footsteps have marked these lands for centuries, including but not limited to the Cree, Blackfoot, Métis, Dene, Salto, and Nakota Sioux. We recognize that colonialism is an ongoing and active violence and encourage you to reflect on your own relationship to colonialism and what accountability and growth look like for you and your communities. Give what you can and learn even more. Thank you to our guests, organizer Doug Parsons, and the assorted attendees of the Pride Corner. They were all very nice, and I hope to see them again in future. Today's show is produced by Shana Giles, Joe Victor Krieger, Ash Helinda, Terrence Adams, and myself, Artemis Peasley. Follow Gaywire on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you download podcasts. You can find us online at gaywire.transistor.fm and on Facebook and Twitter at Gaywire and on Instagram and TikTok at GaywireCGSR. Let us know what you think of the show. Hit up the DM sometimes, or if you'd rather be fancy, you can also email gaywire at cjsr.com. And you never know, you might just get to be a part of the show. If you still listen to us on the radio, I love and adore you, and please tune in next week or every Thursday at 6 p.m. on CJSR 88.5 FM. Our artwork is done by Travis Erickson, and our original music is done by Doug Hoyer and Catherine Hiltz. Until next week, keep it breezy and... Please stay on the line.